Welcome to the Between Brothers Podcast. We have the King, King Sean Gotti, in the building. Yes, sir. What's going on, y'all? Man, what's good with you, man? What's good with you, man? Second week in a row, the Chancellor is not with us. Um, But of course, we have the Duke of the Bananas. Lando in the building. Thank you all for listening. Uh, thanks for everybody who hit us up during the our, on the Facebook uh, for you know the NFL predictions and stuff. Uh, but but you can join the Facebook group. Go to Facebook, type in the Between Brothers Podcast group. We're accepting pretty much everybody, so just send an invite or just send a request. Uh, also follow us on Aster.media. On Instagram, BTWN Bros Podcast. On Twitter and TikTok, the Between Brothers Podcast on TikTok. But as usual, King Sean, how was your week, my brother? All right, man. First week back to work after the last week back to work. But nah, it was all right, man. It was a short week. I had Monday off, of course, because Labor Day. Uh, first day okay. back, I was dehydrated as hell. Had to hydrate. Yeah. Every time I go on vacation, I decide to drink the whole week and not properly hydrate. So I don't know why I don't ever learn my lesson. But uh, I, I, think that, was, I think you need to go to a meeting. Nah, you need nah. a 12 step program, dog. And look, if I need a throw, <laughs> I'm winning though. I'm winning. I ain't out here about to die over no bet. <laughs> I ain't gonna die either. I know my body. I know what I can and can't do. Hey. I ain't gonna push it. I ain't gonna push it to the limit, baby. Hey. Right. I ain't that they forget. <laughs> 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 oh man, you a fool, man. Shoot. Especially That's when I ain't got no gas. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, it was a cool week though. Chill That's week. what's up, man. That's what's up. You know, my week was good until the Tennessee Titans lost. That was great. But um had a good week overall. Um Everything's been, um, you know, coming together. Went, got got some groceries today. Uh, that was cool. You know, we, we did a lot of grocery shopping. We had a bunch of groceries today. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah, so we back on it. Ran to my old barber, uh, Doc. Shout out to my guy, Doc. Um, and it's funny because we was having a conversation about how much would you pay for an edge up uh, through text the other day. So it was just so funny. I was actually talking to the Duchess about him yesterday and run into him at the grocery store today. Mm. So that was that was um that was a pretty, you know, some pretty decent surprise. Um and he's all in his funny thing. His birthday is on my sister's birthday, and he's also a Jets fan. 
So we had a couple things in common, a couple things in common. Shout to him. Um, yeah, man, that was pretty much, that was pretty much my weekend in a nutshell, just working, working, playing, playing with the kids. Kids are in school now, first week of school. That was all right. Um, and also this afternoon, started teaching uh, the Dutch's son how to box because he was trying to throw an uppercut and it was the ugliest thing I've ever seen in my life. I was like, what are you doing with your arm? And he's like, that's an uppercut. I said, upper what? I was like, why are you flailing your arms? And so then- You were flailing like a duck. (laughs) He was like, it was like he was trying to throw it straight and then like hook it. it. I don't know. And then his hand kept like turning. It it was frustrating. It was very frustrating. So I had to take him and, and Link outside. Link had to show him how to punch. But then actually it was funny because the um the D- Dutch's son was throwing the hooks better than Link was. I was like, well, at least the, the left hook. He didn't throw the right hook as good, but he threw the left hook better, was throwing the left hook better. But King got some potential, man. My man's about to have some hands real, real soon. But um, but yeah, man, shoot. Let's get this thing started to these topics, though. Let me just get it out of the way. I really, really, really don't like the Rams right now, I don't like the Titans right now. I don't like the Falcons right now. I, I'm not mad at any of the other teams though. Those are the teams that have really pissed me off because they lost me money. They lost me money. And I don't like losing money. Now, of course, you win some, you lose some. The teams I love right now, I love the Jets. They didn't let me down. They were as bad as they usually are. And they won me money. (laughs) Uh, I love, I love, love, love the Bears right now. I love, love, love the Vikings right now. I love, love, love the Browns right now. Those are my favorite teams in the league right now. We'll see you come next week. But, King Sean, how did you feel about the first 14 games of week one? Okay. Uh... The one that caught me that was that had my attention directly after my game was the Cincinnati and Pittsburgh game because at that point I was like, "Yo, like this is." I said, "I, I can't afford. I can't afford for this team, these teams to tie. I can't afford. I can't afford. <laughs> I can't afford that at all." Because some way, some shape, or form, that's gonna come back to bite me in the ass. Of that Never. Already, you know? Y'all gonna win the division. Don't matter. I mean, I know that. But I feel like it's I, I don't want to see a team in, from my division again in the playoffs if I can help it. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, yeah, that was the one that had me most intrigued. Um, after that, I want to say it was the Chargers and Raiders game. Devontae Adams going off. Um, Keenan Allen going off. Uh, uh, Keenan yeah, Allen. Yeah. He got hurt. Keenan Allen? Yeah. Both his hamstring. I don't think he's probably not going to play for a couple games. Yeah. Hey, look, Keenan Allen is an underrated receiver. When it comes to... when it, like, I would I would put Keenan Allen in the, in the class of, like, Julio Jones-type receivers. And when I say Julio Jones-type receivers, I'm saying, like, like not the divas, the quiet-type receivers, the receivers that still, every year, still get a 1,000 yards, if not more. And yeah. eighty plus catches, if not a hundred, if not more, yeah. like he he that type of dude. Um, yeah, but Devontae one Adams, one man. of the most one of the most underrated players in the NFL. Oh, Devontae man. Adams is that god dog. No, 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 that guy. That's all I'm he, say. Yo, that's all I'm gonna say. What um, my, my boy Kyle boy. is texting me. Saying uh, all these dudes is him, like he just kept putting him in exclamation points or in like, all caps. Uh, Devonte Adams is him, like oh yeah, <laughs> he is him. He is him. You don't even, you don't even, you don't even, you don't even say that man name. Like you know how they be like, won't he do it? You say he is him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that he is. Him. Him. Hey, like the great American philosopher Mark Jackson says, Mama. There go that man. There go that man. But I mean, it was. A, I feel like it was a great. It was a great week one, man. Like it, I don't. I, I don't feel like it's the most exciting week one. I feel like the last two years before that was probably like the most exciting week one. But uh, some great week ones. Um, I can already see that. I feel like the Ravens are going to regret not paying Lamar Jackson this offseason. Like. Um, I don't see him. I don't see him even signing a franchise tag because the talks are that the Rams, the, the, the Ravens are going to franchise tag him after this season. I don't see him signing that tag. I can honestly see Lamar sitting out one season. Yeah, to be honest, if he balls out, they can't give him a franchise tag. Yeah. Like it would, it, 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 there would be no justification for it. No. Nah. No, but uh, and especially if they, and especially why are the Ravens so reluctant to pay the quarterback? Is it because they still living off the days where they won without a good quarterback? Are they still like obsessed think, with that or something? I don't think it's necessarily that. I think it's because the Ravens aren't used to paying the quarterback. Is that they're so reluctant to pay the quarterback? Is my thing. They paid the guy before him, but it went down to the wire with him as well. That's what I'm saying. So you would think they would want to avoid it this time around. You, you would think so. But I think they did as well until the Deshaun Watson contract happened. Why? I heard that they're saying they don't he he's expecting a fully guaranteed contract. And oh, he said they don't that. Want to He's definitely expecting, yeah, he's definitely expecting fully guarantee. He even made a remark at his uh, post game conference because that one of the reports came out and said, "Hey Lamar, some, it came out that you uh, 
like she worded it wrong and she ended up fucking up her words but she said that you decl- you declined to uh sign a $250 fully guaranteed contract and he was like 250 guaranteed fully guaranteed nah like nah I ain't I ain't I ain't denying that like mm. he was so I'm pretty sure that's what he wanted fully guaranteed money man like I said and I don't understand why he why he wouldn't be worth it I think I think I think just the the NFL they really trying to avoid these fully guaranteed contracts if if um for certain players for certain players cuz ain't nobody t- ain't nobody blinking an eye when Kirk Cousins got it nobody blinked an eye when Kirk Cousins got it mm-hmm. but, but at the um, same time when Kirk Cousins took his fully guaranteed contract his his fully guaranteed contract was a friendly was a, like a it was like a, a a friendly contract yeah to say the least like he didn't like he didn't ask for t- the the highest pay type money he asked for middle of the pack type money and that's pretty much what he got was middle of the pack type money for three years fully guaranteed I think everybody was making at that point in time like people were making like 20 like 25 mil I think was the I think 25 26 mil was the max at that point in time with like Aaron Rodgers and might have been somebody else at the point in time. I think he went and got like uh like twenty like twenty eight mil a year or something like that. And then everybody jumped him like the year after. Gotcha. Gotcha. So um I said I went through the teams that I hated. Went through the teams that I love. All right, we last week we made like preseason predictions. Is what teams what teams are you feeling like really good about meeting your expectation? Not necessarily in the winning way or the losing way or just meeting your expectation. What team what team what are like two or three teams that you're like, I'm I feel really good that they're gonna finish the way I think they are? The Chargers, the Bills. And let me say Chargers, Bills, and I'm going to go Titans. Chargers, Bills, and Titans. I thought you said the Colts because you said they was going to get a tie. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna say the Titans. Oh, wait, hold, because... on, hold on, stop, 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 stop. We gotta get to this guru talk because King Sean, the guru, called the Colts. <laughs> Wrong hey, look, team, I, but he called the tie though. <laughs> he did call the tie. I, I said it was gonna be a tie with the Titans, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But still, call the tie though. He definitely called the tie. The division. And I said the that division. Was be with, I said I knew I said it's gonna be within the division, but Lord have mercy, man. Like I was like, yeah, that's the crazy. Texans? The first fucking game. Uh, the the Texans? first fucking game. Come Matter on, fact, Matt Ryan. And the and the, and the, the Bengals, you said the Bengals game was ended at the top. That's bro, right. I couldn't and remember I was like Mike Tomlin might end up fucking time. Yes, you did. I, I was like, yo, if he called two times, I'm 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 giving up on the podcast. I'm like, look. <laughs> I'm passing the I'm passing the guru torch for the rest of the football season. <laughs> but, no, I could not allow I could not allow that fucking 
Bengals game. Like, not saying that I I could do anything to do to change the outcome, but I like, I was like, man, this cannot end in a fucking tie. Yeah, bro. Like, yeah, it can't. It can't. So, like, so the teams I feel really, really good about that they're going to be pretty much exactly where I feel like they're going to be. Um, not naming my own team because I actually excluding the Jets because I do think the Jets are going to be a miserable team. I think they're one of the worst teams in football. Um, I'm going to say even though they lost the Lions I still feel good about. The Patriots I feel really good about. And the Vikings I feel really good about. Um, The Vikings... The Vikings did exactly what I felt like they were going to do. And Green Bay looked exactly like I thought they were going to look week one. Not saying Aaron Rodgers, because Aaron Rodgers is a beast. Not saying he can't figure it out throughout the season, because I do believe they're going to finish with a winning record. Start like this every year. I'm not worried about it. Exactly, exactly. But I did, I knew they were going to start out like this against Mm -hmm. this team. Because especially my man, the fact that my man he dropped the first pass that would have been a touchdown, the first D pass that would have been a touchdown. They didn't go back to him until the fourth quarter. I'm like, that's the Aaron Rodgers effect. Like, if you drop a pass, he's not gonna go to you. So I'm like, I don't know with those guys being young and they're gonna make a lot of those mistakes, if he's gonna be able to sustain that. Good thing they play in a fairly weak division. And they've owned the division. But it's funny, King Sean sent me a stat that Aaron Rodgers hadn't thrown an interception in the division, and he finally throws one today. I I love that game, dog. I really did. Y'all know I'm an Aaron Rodgers hater. You know, you know, you know it's crazy, man. Just like how I was saying earlier, like, last podcast, like I'm not sure if I actually said it on the podcast or before the pod, but I was like, yeah, like people like a, a narrative is said so long that it's eventually going to happen with the Mike Tomlin thing like I think he's finally going to go under 500 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you hear stats like that I feel like it's a jinx man I, I really feel like it's a jinx man like, I can't tell you I cannot tell you how many times I swear to God I feel like the Ravens have the GOAT as a kicker I don't care what nobody says Justin Tucker is the GOAT I can't tell you how many yeah. times I've seen him line up to kick a field goal and announce it, say Justin Tucker has made forty-five straight kicks in between thirty and thirty-five yards, or in between forty-two and fifty yards, or in between fifty-five and fifty-eight yards. And as soon as that motherfucker say that shit, he shanked that motherfucker. Bro. <laughs> I can't tell you. Like I'm, I'm like, like, yo, how does every that miss happen? that he has, every miss that he has, other than blocks. I feel like the announcer really like hurt. Like it's an announcer curse. If you go back and watch it, I promise you, every every yeah, yeah, it, ha- it happens a lot. Like I'll, I'll never forget this happened in the NBA. Chauncey Billups had made like a hundred nine or hundred eighteen consecutive free throws, and I had watched like four Pistons games that year, like within like that month, and they never said it. And the second they said it, he misses not on not just the next free throw, the next three free throws. I was like, what just happened? I never believed it until I saw that. I was like, wow. 
This was a moment for me. This was a moment for me when I believed it. Drew Brees is coming to Baltimore. Uh-huh. Drew Brees is the the Baltimore Ravens is the only team Drew Brees has not beaten in the NFL. The only because mind you, he's he's already beaten the the the, the Saints because he used to play for the Chargers. Yeah. The Ravens are the only team he has not beaten in the NFL. So I'm like, I'm like, shit, like, hey. ain't gonna, it ain't gonna happen today. Yeah, it ain't gonna happen today. <laughs> game going down to the wire. It's a crazy game. It's probably like three years ago. Game going down to the wire. They up by seven in the, in the fourth quarter. And then we go down. I think it's probably like 30 seconds left in the game. Score a touchdown. Go down there to kick the extra point. Announcer says, Justin Tucker has never missed an extra point in his career. This is the extra point. This is the extra point. This is the extra point to kick to go to overtime. This is the extra kick to go to overtime, bro. Oh my God. Extra point. You know, that ain't nothing but a 15 yard field goal. Oh my God. Shank that bitch, dog. Won the game. I was like, yeah. I said, I'm done. I'm so, done. So, give me a few teams that you were highly disappointed in after week one. Teams I was highly disappointed in after week one. Let me go back and look. And we're, we're actually going to do this kind of questioning, like, throughout the season. But, you know, week one, of course, is like that knee-jerk reaction. We'll probably do it like a month. See, see how we feeling since we got the predictions up. See how we feeling. Uh, I don't think it was really any team I was really to disappoint. I guess the Bengals number one, number two would probably be probably the Patriots. Number three. Probably the Panthers. So, I mean, I love the Panthers. I love them. I love the fact that they got Baker Mayfield. I, I, see, I don't. I don't. The I reason why I say the Panthers is because I like. I knew the Panthers. I felt like the Panthers would lose that game, but at the same time, I felt like that. Like, because like, the reason why I say I felt like the Panthers would lose that game is because I felt like. They set Baker Mayfield up to fail. I feel like at the end of the day, they named him the starter before the last preseason game, but St. Donald got hurt. But after they named him the starter, they have—I mean, after he got hurt, they, he had no choice. So I feel like they put—they threw him into the fire against his, his former team on purpose to be like, "All right, motherfucker, you wanna—you wanna be the starter? Beat your old team. We gonna see." Type shit. But I and I knew that. The I don't Browns think they. I don't think. I don't think they thought that deep into it. I think. Hey, they, I think, I think they. I think they never won. I think they just can't get up out of the San Darnold deal. So that, like, that's why they, it, Baker's their way of getting away from San Darnold. I think, because, like, Baker, there was, like, there was a press conference where they were, like, interviewing the both of them. And Sam Darnold was, like, oh, yeah, you know, like, kept saying, like, this is a QB competition. And Baker Mayfield gave that energy, like, I know I'm the starter. Like the day he walked in. So it was just like, because like I said, I only heard two things out of camp and both of them were that 
Sam Darnold was the better quarterback. And then also in the preseason, Sam Darnold played well in the preseason. So I'm like, I don't understand how Baker became the starter. I think they were always grooming Baker to be the starter because they've seen enough of Sam Darnold. But well, my biggest my biggest disappointment in Carolina is that they let the Browns win. I can't afford the Browns to win a game without Deshaun Watson being there. Point blank oh, period. Oh, why are you worried about it, man? It don't matter. Deshaun Watson gonna he gonna have he gonna have the sea legs under him. It's gonna take him three weeks to get right. Don't worry about it, man. Disappointed in the Patriots just because I pulled for Bill Belichick on a love. He the goat as a coach. Like, come on, dog. Come on, Bill. Like, you gotta show these motherfuckers. Like, don't get me wrong. I fuck with Tom Brady too, but it wasn't all time at the same time. Like, yeah, yeah, no. Whoever says that is stupid. Yeah, like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta show him, Bill. Now, now then, that la- that second half of his career where he was like clearly like the best or in the top three conversation for best quarterback, it probably was more time than Bill. But the first 10 years, nah, it, it was probably, it was likely more Bill than Tom. Especially those first three Super Bowls. Like Tom Brady, 100%. he wasn't, he wasn't spectacular in any of those Super Bowls. You know, he played solid in two of the three of them. And no, I, no, I, I think he played, I, I think it was the Panthers one, he played pretty good. And then the other two, it was just like, he was just a guy. Um, the teams that they should they shouldn't have fucking let the fucking Steelers have a fucking chance. But the Steelers came out there with the black me. Air Force energy. Mike Tomlin with the black force and Air Force energy. So, I, look, all right. So before I get to my disappointments, me and King Sean, I called him up. I said, "Hey, I got a parlay. I got a three game parlay. They gave me a free bet, five dollars." Uh, it's going with me $133. I said, I'm just don't blowing the free bet on it. All underdogs. So I had the Falcons, the Lions, and the Steelers. And I broke it down for them. And when I was talking to him about the Steelers, uh, the Steelers game, Steelers-Bengals game, that's when the post came out for the Black Air Force ones. Like literally, as we're on the phone, <laughs> this comes up. And I'm like, this is so hilarious. But my my logic was teams that lose in the Super Bowl, I think in the last 21 years, they were like 3-18. and 18. And not only that, this is a spot that Mike Tomlin could gas his team out. I, I mean, literally, it was so unbelievable. As I'm saying, like, yo, Mike Tomlin going to find a way to gas the team up to at least get this game out. And, he, and then kicks off like, yo, I literally just pulled this up on Twitter. Sends me the joint. My man got the whole squad in black. I said, what I tell you, he find a way to get the team amped up when they're heavy hey, underdogs. Hey, of course, then that leads me to my teams that I'm most disappointed in. Number one, I already told you the teams I hate. Number one, number one is the Falcons because they were winning the whole game. And I, I did that parlay, but I also did a round robin where I still should have came out positive. And they lost. So it killed me twice. Um, the other team I'm disappointed in the most, the team that I'm disappointed in the most, or uh, or one of the teams I'm disappointed in the most, is um, 
the the Rams, the Rams just didn't show up. Like you at, I could understand if they were in Buffalo, but you're at home. You're in the best stadium in the in the country, according to a lot of people I know who've been to attending football games, who've been to both SoFi and Cowboy Stadium. You're the Super Bowl reigning Super Bowl champs. You can't come out like that. You cannot come out like that. Um, and then the other team I'm really disappointed in. Uh, matter of fact. Let me glance at these games real quick because I just want to make sure I have a team in mind, but I'm like, I don't want to, I don't, I, I don't want to say them if I if it's not really them. All right. Yeah, it's still them. The other team I'm really disappointed in is the uh, San Francisco 49ers. I actually picked them to lose, but it's the way they lost. They just got out physical, and 49 is supposed to be a physical team. And I can understand the defense because the Bears have a really good defense. I can see the defense giving you work, but the fact that you got pushed around on the other side too, it bothers me. And this is a team that I expected to go to the playoffs. After this game, it's like, and like I said, I, I picked them to lose. I picked them to lose this game. But I just didn't. Ex- I just didn't expect it. And I, I mean, yo, I showed King Sean my bet. I bet them to lose. I also bet them to win the first half and lose the second half. But the fact that the, it just looked like they were just physically beaten—that's what I. That's the thing that has me like, okay, like y'all, y'all got to figure it out, you know, because um, the Bears are not that good to beat you that way. The, if anything, losing a shootout, but not that way. Like they, they, it was a defensive game and you got pushed around and Trey Lance clearly wasn't ready for that. While if they would have kept Jimmy G as a starter, they probably, I probably would have felt like they would have won that game. So I don't know. I, I'm, 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 I'm not feeling right about them. Not feeling right about them right now. Not feeling right about them right now. Um. All right, who's a who's a player, or uh, it's maybe not even a player, but who you want to give a shout out to for week one, their week one performance? What's your highlight of week one? My highlight of week one. Of course, my boy. Hey, let's get it. Let's get it. So he was throwing that thing uh, today. My highlight is just like the the ball placement, the accuracy, uh, like how just the poisonous that he looked in the in the pocket. Um, My low light of the game is like. Our, our offensive line isn't as good as I think it is. Or as good as I thought it was. But at the same time, we still have a left tackle that isn't, that, that, that our all pro left tackle that ain't played yet that we're missing, which I think is going to help tremendously. And our running backs. 
our starting running backs who we've had over the last couple of years ain't playing like the running backs that we playing with are all niggas off the street. So like that shit, I don't know. Like I don't know. That bothers me not being able to establish a run game. Like I think I can't remember Lamar's stats exactly. Like how many passing yards he had. Or like that. I think he was like sixteen of like twenty six or something like that for like two hundred thirteen yards, three touchdowns. But I feel like he could have had at least. Four more completions if he had time. Four or five more completions if he had time. But other than that, that's my highlights, man. Lamar, my boy. Yeah. On them dots. Yeah, running game really didn't get going. Do you not do you do you feel like like because it was the Jets, it should have been worse? No, because I respect the Jets defense. Okay. I respect the Jets defense. The Jets have, I feel like a, a, a good. I feel like the Jets have a solid D line with Quentin Williams on the anchor in it. I feel like you got two good backs with uh, his brother and CJ Mosley in the back. His brother is, speed, is a speedy dude. And today was like the first time I really got to like really look at him. But I looked at some tape at him uh, before too. Um, you got Jordan Poirier in the back. You got Sauce Gardner back there. We're seeing him like play today, like. He the real deal. Like, I respect y'all's defense, man. And Robert Sala, a good defensive uh, coordinator as well. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's not a head coach, so we will only win four games. But um, <laughs> my my low light, I got two of them. Um, the Cardinals not showing up at home. That's... No D-hop. No, no Mighty Mouse. But... You know, it's just, uh, it was just so disappointing because I was just like, what am, what am I watching? Like, you know, uh, I mean, Kyler Murray, he had a, he had a, he had an okay game. Um, but it was just like, yo, with all, with all the stuff that happened over the off season, you got to come out better than that with or without D-Hop. Like I, I just had a big problem with how flat they came out. You know what I'm saying to start the game. Um, and then my other, my other low light. <sighs> Tennessee, you got to do better, man. You got to do better. I need to hear it, got man. to do better, man. <laughs> like, got to do better, man. Y'all really going to blow my whole parlay up like that? Fo- I, I was about to, I was on my way to Philadelphia. And y'all just going to ruin my life. Not my life, but my week. Kyler Murray threw the ball 34 times and only had 193 passing yards. Yeah, they they the deep the Chiefs defense actually did a good job of keeping everything in front of him. So like he couldn't really go downfield. He couldn't really scramble around um too much. So um so the Chiefs defense actually Chiefs defense played way better than I thought it was gonna play. And um and yeah, I mean, but uh, but my highlights, 
my highlight. I got I got it still staying on Chiefs. Like Patrick Mahomes, man, like he let everybody know he's still that guy. Like, yeah, I saw what Josh Allen did, but like anything you can do, I can do better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, dude balled out. Um, and Josh Allen balled out too against an excellent team. Or what we perceive to be an excellent team because they were Super Bowl champions. Um, but like in all both both of them were on the road. But Patrick Mahomes, he he lost his number one guy. And still turned around and did work. And Juju Smith-Schuster did his thing, too. Um, My other highlight, man, that boy Justin Jefferson. Mama, there go that man. Yo. Low-key? It might not even be low-key. He might be the second-best receiver in, in football. I'm going with number one. I don't. I can't. I don't know. Like going number one. I'm going with numero uno. Look, I want to give him that. I want to give him that too. Between him and Devontae Adams, right now, ain't no no arguing that. It is. Right now, I gotta. I gotta see. I gotta see what Devontae do at the end of this year. If Devontae replicates what he did in Green Bay at the end of this year. I can't, I can't deny okay. Devontae. Okay. Okay. I, you know what? You know what? Because I think, I think, here's the thing. <laughs> I think you wanted, because I know you didn't really lock in on one guy, but you had picked a couple guys for offensive player of the year, and Adams was one of them. And I was, I'm locked in on Justin Jefferson. So, like, look. I like it. Yo, I like we here. We, this is clearly bias like between it. the two of us. Okay, no, it's, it's, okay. it's no bias. It's no bias. Because I'm a Justin Jefferson fan. No, I'm, I'm a saying Justin like Jefferson fan. You, I love you, Justin Jefferson. Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. I'm just like, yo, I, I'm, I'm rocking with Justin until he don't win OPOY. I don't I care what nobody said. He the best I'm in the free. league until proven otherwise. I'm free. I'm free. But him, Devonte, yo, them dudes ball today. Hey, them yeah. dudes ball today. And then Travis Kelsey showed that he's still the best tight end in the league. And and and, and that's why I was telling people like on some real shit. Having Tyreek Hill there in Kansas City was just a luxury for the boys. Because that offense was always going to run through Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. and that's just being real. that's just being real. Mm-hmm. Run through Travis Kelsey and Pat Mahomes, yo. Mm-hmm. All they do is all they doing is option routes, and like that's literally all Travis Kelsey do all game is mm-hmm. option routes. Like mm-hmm. he basically he basically do what whatever he does is based off the defender in front of him. If the defender is going to play over him, he's going to either cut to the left, cut to the back, or he goes mm-hmm. right there. If the defender go to the left of him, he either going to cut it up, go to right here. Like it's, it's it's just simple, they, and they had that connection. They were playing with each other for shit four years now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, and then like I said, Tyreek. If, if if they end up doubling Kelsey, guess what? Tyreek over your head. But mm-hmm. guess what? They can't like. But if it's, it was vice versa before, because they doubling Tyreek, so now you got Kelsey opening the yeah, middle. Yeah. Like, 
they gonna be good, man. The unfortunate thing is, it's gonna be like 40. four. There's gonna be like four weeks in the season where Patrick, where Patrick Mahomes is gonna look crazy. Like it's gonna be like, I don't, I, are you? I don't even think are you? So. I, I'm. It's like, yo, are you sure you the best quarterback in the league? Yo. yo, dog. The reason why I'm saying that is because it's happened every year he's been in the league. He'll get like I a four week stretch where it's just like, I, what is going? Who is this I, guy? Who, where is Pat Mahomes? I agree. <laughs> hey, hey, look, hey, look. I was watching this man. I was watching this man on the pregame, bro. Like he had this look in his eye, bro. Like I feel like he on a mission this year, especially the, the way they lost to Cincinnati mm. last year, bro. I, yo, I think he on a fucking. Ish. Yo, this man came in. On, I think number eleven on the top one hundred or something like that. And motherfucking like he came in like like low in the NFL rankings as far as quarterbacks. Like they was putting Josh Allen and. Joe Herb, Joe Burrow, and Justin Herbert over him. Like it was, bro. It's been mad shit going on. He on a mission, dog. I'm telling you, it's two people uh, this year on a mission. It's Pat Mahomes uh, and Lamar Jackson. Dog, dog. All black, everything at quarterback this year, dog. I'm, I'm, I'm throwing Russ in there too. On the I was about to say that, and I'm Russ was about Russ to be like, "Y'all must forget." But I, to be honest, no, I got them this this week this week is going to be a rough run for us. I'm I'm saying that right now. This week, well, this this episode's going to come out after this. I guarantee that come Sunday or play come the Monday, that they, they play the Seahawks. It's going to be a rough one. Seattle cool. Broncos, right? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. The first game back is that. Yeah, that's crazy. That's what I'm saying. Now, I, I'm telling you, man. I was like, did they set this up? Baker Mayfield and Russell Wilson both get a, a homegrown. That's crazy. And I don't. What's his name too? Um. Well, not really, but uh, um, Wentz against his old coach. Yeah. I don't know how it happened, but it happened. Um, uh, Dalvin Cook balled out. Saquon Barkley balled out. I couldn't believe Saquon Barkley could ball out. I, I was like, yo, he 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 coming off of injuries. He too, he just got too many injuries. Hey, I'm gonna get my boy his star back in man. Yeah, stop playing, man. And um, and uh, at C C Mac C Mac, he got to come with it. He got to come with it because he was not looking good this week. And take his star away from him, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but I mean, like I said, I I'm I'm happy about this week one. Um, I'm happy about this week one, man. It was any it was team that you surprising? Surprised, surprised. Just one thing, one thing that you surprising. Mm, let me look at this schedule real quick. Let me look at this schedule real quick. Let me just make sure I am not tripping. You know what? I'm going to say the Giants because I didn't think that they would fight hard enough on the road to come back to beat the Titans. Um, so I would say that, that that is a surprise. I had them going, I think, 4-13 or 3-14. or 14. Um, but in all honesty, I still don't think they're a good team, so I'm not going to be like, oh, maybe they'll win five games. I just think that they caught the Titans. The Titans have been known to lay an egg. Just like I know Buffalo's going to lay an egg. Just like I know, you know, there's a lot of good teams that are known for laying eggs. 
So I'm like, this was the Titans laying egg game. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I'm not too, I'm not too overly excited about it. I know Giants fans are feeling like, oh, everybody doubted y'all. But then y'all probably lose four straight and then look like the Giants team that you really are. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, no, I need to see some consistency. But that was a team that surprised me greatly from from this week. No, because you like the thing is like when I, I of course I, I I I'm the better of this podcast. I only got three games wrong. So you know what I'm saying? Like nobody surprised me. I only got three or four games wrong because if I count Thursday. But today, like four out of four out of uh four out of 15 games a hell of a percentage. You know what I'm saying? Like, like so it's like I, I'm it's only, I, that's it's, it's why only it's one tough. thing that really surprised me today, and that was the Bears. The Bears is the only thing that really surprised me. I, I, like, I, 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 like, I can I can see I'm that not too. saying that they were they were a close second for me. They're a close second for me. I I, I just I just gotta, I gotta, I gotta go back and watch that game, man. But I, just because I haven't seen any of the stats to that game or any highlights to that game or any famous to that game, so yeah. But just seeing yeah. that they beat the Niners like that, like that's well, that's surprising I, I, to me. I, I think George Kittle didn't play either. That might have been part of it too. Even with that, like if you, if you, if you. If, if it's muddy, rain, water, if it's rainy weather outside, what do you expect the team to do? Run the ball. What are the Niners good at? Running the ball. Like, but Kittle's a hell of a blocking tight end, though. Hundred percent. But you have a you have a, a fullback that can also block too. True. True. They're one uh, of the few fullback. teams. They're one of the few teams that use a fullback. Exactly. Yeah. Like. Yeah, no, you're right. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. I'm trying to. I'm tired. I can't make no excuses for him. You're right. Yeah, like I'm like that's. I'm, I'm and then the defense too. Like I'm surprised. I'm well, I mean, surprised. you know, they only scored 19, so you you don't you know saying so you can't hold the defense too accountable. But they still got pushed around a little too much for me. And then the close second for me would be Pittsburgh. Why? It wasn't surprising. I'm tripping. I wasn't surprising. I would probably say Jacksonville, actually. Jacksonville, <laughs> Jacksonville played well, just not well enough to win. Um, but yeah, I wonder how Zero's feeling because they because it bless you, it did look like they was gonna win that game until until Carson Wentz, um, Wentz, what you remember? They used to call him Wentzylvania. Maybe he's Wentzington, DC. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I ain't heard nobody say that. They may call him Commander Wentz or, or Captain Command, uh, Captain Wentz or Com- Commander Carson. That's what it was, Commander Carson. Ah, uh, okay, that's a good one. <laughs> um, but uh, Wentzington, DC. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> But um, but yeah, I mean, this is a fun week, man. This is a fun week. But you know, y'all heard the predictions last week. If you don't remember them, go back and listen to the episode or join the Facebook because it's in there. Um, but yeah, let's um let's move off of the NFL real quick. Um, so 
in the Facebook group, every once in a while I'll post something, you know, that's, you know, brothers related, you know, get a man's perspective. We have women in our podcast group, but they don't really say anything. Um, so sometimes, you know, get a, try to get a woman's perspective, but they usually don't say anything. So it's usually dudes that are saying stuff. But um, King Song said it should be a topic. Um, and the video, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but it was a, it's an old video I've seen m- n- numerous times before, but the young lady said that she felt like it was disrespectful to have a woman split the bills with a guy. And she mentioned a couple things like, hey, if I got to split the bills, I can get another guy to do it. And then the guy was like, yo, me and my girl, we have a $3 million house and we split the mortgage. Cause he was like, you know, like if anything, if I'm paying for everything, like you can't tell me nothing. And it was like, huh, that's interesting too. Uh, and she was like, well, I'm okay with that. Like, yo, daddy, tell me what to do. Like, you know, and, I, and I'm like, I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't believe that. Like, okay, oh, daddy, you want me here? Okay, I, like, I was just like, I don't believe that whatsoever. I'm like, but I don't know. I don't know. I wonder how many women feel like it's disrespectful to have to pay bills. Um, The other part of it is if you do pay all the bills in your house, your girl should have no opinion. None. None. And then on the other side of it, would a woman really stand and be told what to do if, and he says, yo, like, yo, you can't tell me nothing because I'm, I'm paying all the bills. I don't know any sane person to be okay with that. But I think it was just her saying, like, just talking because it would have killed her talking point of, like, no, I shouldn't pay nothing. If you, if I do got to pay something, I might as well get somebody who's going to pay everything for me. So I'm like, okay, so if a guy is telling you, yo, yeah, I'm going to be with my side chick or side chicks and we're going to continue to have unprotected sex and you can't say nothing because I pay all the bills. You going to be okay with that? Okay, daddy. Like what? <laughs> Stay home and clean. Okay, daddy. Yo, that's not that that sounds like servitude. That don't sound like submission. That sounds like ultimate servitude. I don't know. King Sean, man, let me know what you think. Let first of all, let's break this down. The first part of it. Is it disrespectful? For a woman to pay bills. No. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Why would it be disrespectful for a woman to pay bills? 
Like I don't even understand where she was coming from. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get that logic either. I, I, uh, I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know, it's crazy. Like when I when I when when she was talking, I was like, yo, like this is this is truly like the direction that women are going in. You know, like like the 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 wanting to get the BBLs, the wanting to get the plastic surgery and all that other shit to become Instagram models to become chose. Because I was just, I was listening to a podcast one time. I can't remember what podcast it was, and it was like some NFL players, and they was talking about like how when the rookies come in, like the first thing they want to do is get on the Instagram models. And I was like, yo, like, it, like that's really what, like, that's really how life works. Like, motherfuckers be like females be becoming Instagram models and then get shows off of like off of Instagram, like by these rookies and shit. Like that's that's really how it go. Like, and women like really look up to that, but. As far as paying the bills, though, it's it's, it's not that respectful. I don't I don't I don't even hear logic with that. Like, <clears throat> at some point, you have to pay some type of bill, some type of bill. <laughs> yeah. Something. All right. So let me ask you this: because on the other side, the second part of that interview or line of line of questioning or conversation, the second part of it was: if you don't split the bills then a woman should be 100% submissive to you and can't tell you nothing because you pay all the bills. But if you have the money to pay all the bills, if you have the money to pay all the bills, does, and your girl is, you know, stay-at-home mom, if you don't have kids, this might be a little different. So, um, Let's, because it didn't seem like she didn't have children. So he might have a point there. Because if you just at home and on Instagram posting, and you're not really adding value to the relationship in other ways, I, you probably can't really tell me nothing. Because just like she felt like she could just get another dude to pay her bills, he feels like it's. To be honest, it's probably way easier and, for him and, to get a girl that looks like her than a guy to pay all her bills. And 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 that's where like I don't disagree with him when it comes to like mm. like that basically you can't tell me nothing thing if I pay all the bills. All right, mm. so listen, especially if you are like a you gotta think of it, especially if you in a, in a millionaire status, like. Being a regular nigga, like I can't tell you how many times <clears throat> I've had friends or no women that don't leave a man that they with, right? And I'd be like, yo, like, like, like they be controlling, like they want them in the house at a certain time, they want this, they want that, they can't never leave this nigga, even though this nigga do them so wrong. And I'd be like, the reason why after when I be listening to the stories is because the nigga pay all the bills. If the nigga pay all the bills and you dependent on this nigga, what the fuck are you gonna do? Mm. What can you do? Because you dependent on this man. And nine times mm. out of ten, when you dealing with situations like that, your family don't want you in that situation like that when they know that situation, and they probably gonna cut you off if you dealing with that shit. So, are you saying it's a form of financial abuse? Sometimes it is. Mm. 
All right, so let me ask you this. And in, in, let's just take that scenario and change it slightly. If you have a, uh, where the guy does pay all the bills, but the woman has a job. Might not be the best paying job, but it is a job that she's able to put away her money. Does, should he still feel that empowerment because no. she could leave him? No. Okay. Because at the same time, she don't depend on you. Mm. She's not depending on you. Like, she's mm. like, she still has her own savings. Hey, got, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay, so that makes a lot, that makes a lot more sense. All right, so now, and like I said, so I, I'm just using, because I, I do believe that there's a lot of men, like, um, you know, the best example is your boy, um, Jeff Bezos, like, his wife helped him build a business, Amazon. But at some point, there was a point where, uh, I, I don't know her, her maiden name, so I'm gonna call her Mrs. Bezos, because I don't know her name at all. There was a point where Mrs. Bezos did not have to work. And she probably didn't work, but they have children, so she probably raised the children. Does does she feel like, or should she feel like, well, he runs the house, he got to tell me everything. He got to tell me how to do everything. Because she does bring value by being a mother to his children. And she probably not, if you're multi-millionaires, you're probably not cooking and cleaning and stuff like that. But. I, I don't think so. I don't think she should just because again, I don't feel like she, I feel like, She's not dependent on him because, regardless, she worked at that company. <laughs> mm-hmm. she, she, she's not dependent mm-hmm. on him. Like I think that's I think that's what changes the dot the dynamic. Is the dependency? Yeah. Is the, gotcha. Gotcha. The dependency on, on the whole on the whole matter. Like like I said, like and these are just like lower class people that I said. Like mm-hmm. just, imagine on a millionaire type scale. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. So, that's not that's not a like to be honest, the lower class guys are way easier to replace than mm-hmm. the, you know, we when you're talking about literally the one the one percent, the top one percent of income earners make two hundred fifty thousand a year. It's not even like millions. It's two hundred fifty grand a year. So it's just like, yo, it's that hard to find somebody that makes that. So if you in that lifestyle, you it's a very small pool of people you can choose from to replace that. One of my exes has a sister, bro, and all her boyfriends been trapped, been like dudes that sold drugs. Other than this last dude that she would, this last dude she would, he like a, uh, he work a nine to five, but he also like a little comedian on the side. Mm. But is he funny? Like, I don't know. I ain't never seen. I ain't oh, okay. never seen. Okay. Him. <laughs> but uh, but like, like she's always depended on a dude and never had a job. Like I probably seen her have two jobs in my life, but she always quit because she got an attitude or didn't want to go to work that day or mm. something like that. Like mm. she lazy as hell. She mm. lazy as hell. Lazy as hell. Lazy as hell. And. Like it's it's crazy. They be they be bum ass dudes talking to her crazy, like beating on her like more shit. Like I'm like, yeah. yo, this is like I be like, and then her sister like, I don't, I want to do something about it, but 
I'm like, at that point, you can't do nothing. Like, she gonna stay there and she gonna go, go, she gonna go mm-hmm. back. Like, mm-hmm. you can't do nothing about that. But You know, the great American philosopher J. Cole just once said, don't save her, she don't want to be saved. Respect. Like, you know, you can't do nothing about it. You just... When they get tired pray, of it. Yeah, pray that they get tired of it sooner rather than later. I got another friend that has called me crying. Her boyfriend be cheating on her. She knows he cheating. She cheating. He cheating. He come in 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning, wake her up, want her to get up and cook him uh, or fix him a full plate after she done put the food up later, like early, way earlier that night. Like, like be doing extra shit. Like, and, but the only reason why he's still in the house and doing all that is because he paid the bills there. I'm like, yo, like, like, what is going on? Like, get a job. Yeah, like, or like, even your people's even told you that they will help you out until you get a job if you just put this dude out, but you don't want to do it for what? That's unbelievable. Yeah, like, it, 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 it'd be crazy, bro. <clears throat> lazy, I, um, lazy. That's, that's a whole, that's a whole different conversation there. Um, I, uh, wow. Wow. That's, that's wild. That is wild. I can't imagine being that dependent on somebody. Me neither. And and that's the thing that I said too. Like, I, I, I could never, I could never, uh, like, I wasn't raised like that. I wasn't raised like that. I got a friend. He still lives with his dad and he's in his 30s. And I'm like, I don't even understand. Like, I was like, I can't even do. I was like, you never left. And like, you know, I'm okay with it. Like, he was like paying the bills and stuff or paying bills, but he doesn't pay bills either. So I'm just like, so you like never paid rent or a, a utility bill? Like you never had a utility bill in your name? <laughs> like just as a black person, you should have had that at seven years old. Let me stop. I'm <laughs> joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but no sight like, that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but like I, I don't I don't get it, man. I'm like, yo, this is this is this is unbelievable and um the last part of that conversation was the fact that she said she'd be willing to just do whatever the guy says but king sean answered this already like i mean she might have an issue with it but she's not going to do anything about it because she's dependent on this person providing the lifestyle that she has. And and that's what I was gonna say at the beginning when like they say that they're cool with that shit until they're in that shit. Like everybody thinks the grass is greener until you're in that moment. Like I, the great American philosopher Lando once said, Every woman wants a man who can handle her until she gets manhandled. Hey, 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 I like that. You need to put that on a shirt. Underdog, put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> put that on a shirt, <laughs> Like, 
I'll never forget there was a woman who told me that um um I think she had liked me but I wasn't really feeling her like that but she was cool people and um she was like pretty much saying this about like why black men date white white women specifically and she was like a lot of dudes tell me a lot of black dudes say it's because they're way more submissive and this that and the other and I'm like yo they're lying to you and she's like, no, no, no. Like, you wouldn't know. You never dated a white woman, this, that, and the other. I said, I'm telling you, I have not. I was like, since my ex-wife, I've dated a couple black chicks. I have not come around a black chick who wasn't submissive to me. It's never happened. So I'm just like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, it ain't got nothing to do with submission. There, who knows why they date these these white chicks sometimes? But I was like, and that's a lot. A woman that's not submissive. Why are you with her? One hundred percent. And that, that, so that's what I said. I said, so just be more submissive. She was like, oh, well, you think I shouldn't have no opinion? My my guy, Big Mike. My guy, Big Mike. I love this dude. He's married to a white woman. Love his wife. His wife is not no woman who he can boss around. And she is white, blonde hair, blue eyes. She don't play that mess. She does not play that mess. So I'm like, I know you're lying. (laughs) 100%. And you know, she's great. She's a great woman, you know what I'm saying? And, but it's like, yo, that never, that's that's not a thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not, Not saying that, not saying like, not saying like there's certain, there are certain dynamics and where that happens with it. But I asked her, I said, well, if if it's that simple, just be more submissive. Like, you gonna keep losing the white people because you wanna run your mouth? Mm. You think, you think, you think, like, 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 mm. I, I'm just like, you understand, like, in black history, how many black people who made it out of slavery and did great things throughout American history did it because they wasn't always quick to run their mouth. Like, you know, they say they say Jackie Robinson wasn't the best Negro League player, but he was the best player for that because he had the demeanor to deal with the racism. He could let those things roll off his back. Like, yeah, you might have to have some things roll off your back if you want to have the man of your dreams. And then ultimately I found out this chick ended up having, you know, she ended up getting pregnant by somebody, but she was, she like the baby was literally an infant and she she wasn't with the dude. And it's just like, so what, he ran to a white woman and was like, oh yeah, it's because of this. I was like, or is that just a narrative that somebody might say and you agree with that because that's, that's what you've been telling yourself. You've been giving yourself these excuses for however long, and then you go on Kevin Samuel's show talking about my experience. Your experience tell you one thing, but the data doesn't show that at all. The data shows that a lot of black, that a lot of black men are married to black women. A vast majority of them. So, but like I said, you know, it's just, it's, it's, um, there's like, there's like, and this is one thing, even though I necessarily didn't agree with Kevin Samuels on a lot of stuff, is what I liked about him is he held people accountable. He didn't enable people by just get feeding feeding into the BS. 
And it's just like, yo, it is what it is. Like, this is life. Deal with it. So I want to ask this. Do you lose respect as a man for a woman who is who refuses to help with financial things? That depends on if I have it or don't have it. Depends on the situation. But that's where I was going to go with the the first uh, situation. Like when I was saying, like I agree with him that you like well, you can't tell me shit. Da, 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 da. Like it's not that I feel like you can't tell me shit or nothing like that if I pay all the bills, but I feel like you should have a certain or a higher type of level of respect for me if I do, like, if, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. If that, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. like, there should be no question of me. I'm not saying I should be, like, controlling or anything like that. And I'm not saying I should be out here doing what I want to do or nothing like that, but at the same time, like, what are you complaining about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What are you complaining about? You have everything mm-hmm. you want. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you should have respect. But back to mm-hmm. you, this question right here, you said, do I lose respect if they refuse? Hell yeah. Yeah. Depending, depending on the situation I'm in, if I, if I got it like that, yeah. if you refuse, if you if you come out with your work, with the words like I refuse, I'm going to say, yeah, because I'm going to take it as you're, you're like, you'll go there. Like you came here just to get your bills paid. <clears throat> but depending mm-hmm. on, if, and even if I'm in a situation where I don't got it like that, if you refuse, then like, what am I here with you then for? Like, you can't help me even when the times is rough. Like, what's up? Mm-hmm. What I need you for? Get about it. So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm go. Yeah, both ways. I don't, I don't fuck with it. That's disrespectful. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, I don't know. I, I think I think it depends on the the status of the relationship, and what I mean by that is, um, like. How can I word this? Like, can you really, like, if we've been together for a long period of time, it's probably a, like you haven't, you've built enough equity to have certain conversations with me, things of that nature. But like, let's say, for example, I'm, um, let me think of somebody who's, uh, who's rich, famous, and single. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, let's go ahead. I love Jalen Rose. I know, that's, that's why I picked him. So let's, <laughs> let's, say, let's say I'm Jalen Rose. Like if you Jalen, if I'm Jalen Rose, a woman who approaches me now, or even in a, like, I wouldn't say Molly Kiram, because uh, she she she's she was working with ESPN. She was making good money. She's making good money, so she probably did help with certain. She was probably willing to help with certain things financially. Jalen Rose, one of the few people, one of the few NBA players who really took care of his money. So he didn't really need anything. He wasn't one of those players who went broke. But uh, at least from his era, I should say, because he came up in the nineties, and that was when. The, the league was making a bunch of money and didn't have and had a bunch of niggas going to the league who didn't know nothing about money. But um, so it's like if a woman stepped to Jalen Rose right now and was like, I ain't trying to pay no bills, and he'd probably be like, Cool, but you ain't about to tell me where I can go, who I can be out with, 
da 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 and that's the exchange for me paying all your bills we don't have that relationship versus um steph curry like his wife was with him when he was in college i'm not sure they go as far back as high school but i know they go as far back as college and he's like yo he out here he uh he, he made it to the league. They were married when he got into the league. And he's making millions of dollars. And also, you know, Steph Curry came from money. So he, it's probably different from it, for him, too. But he's probably, um, Aisha Curry probably has a lot more say-so in the day-to-day activities because she's had that equity with him from being with him when he didn't have nothing. What I mean by nothing, it wasn't his own. So, and, and not not to even say that Dell Curry was even giving them money like that. What it sounds like is Dell Dell was Dell was harsh on him. Yeah, same thing. Same. It's really the same thing. Like like Savannah, except for, except, except for coming with the money. That's why. Yeah, okay. LeBron came from nothing, like yeah. for real nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, so LeBron, Savannah. When she, when LeBron, when he got into, I think they've been together since they were like sophomores in high school. But LeBron made a lot of money when he was really, really young, 18 years old. So it's like, all right, well, what you gonna tell him? Well, Savannah probably got a lot more equity because it's like, yo, dog, I was with you when you was broke. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember when you was going to the gym and you was out here trying to borrow money for sneakers. I don't know if that's really what he was doing. But, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like I was with you and I'm with you through all this. And I'm sure LeBron, you know saying, has had his transgression. I'm not saying LeBron was a cheater or anything like that. I don't know about it. I'm saying they've had, they probably have bumps in their relationship. But if LeBron comes out and she has an opinion on something that he's trying to do, maybe a business venture or something like that, she, he probably gonna take, he probably gonna listen to her. Cause she got equity. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you, but you over here, you try to collect my millions and you ain't done nothing to get the millions except look good. So no, you can't tell me nothing. You ain't, you wasn't, what they say, you wasn't with me when I was shooting in the gym. Let me ask you this. If, <clears throat> if you a millionaire and your girl a millionaire, do you expect her to pay bills? Do you expect her to go 50-50 with you? I've never expected my girl to pay bills. Let me tell let me tell y'all something about my girl, man. Duchess is so funny. I always mention this because it's like she asked me this recently too. And we had this conversation on the podcast. And I didn't yeah. challenge because King Sean actually said, like, oh, like uh said something, and I actually didn't even think about it in the moment of the conversation, but I thought about it later on. We were talking about like courting a bunch of women and and King Sean mentioned something. Hey, you know, like, hey, yeah, if you mess dating with a bunch of women, your life is gonna be more expensive. And I was, and so I didn't even think about it, but for me, that isn't the case. My expenses went up when I got locked down. So, <laughs> <laughs> so here's, here's just, I'm just joking. Of course, it's not a problem, but I'm. this is just an example. So, <laughs> So when I got when I started dating the Duchess, I had an iPhone five, uh, iPhone five S, and I I still got AT and T as my cell phone. I paid fifty dollars a month. 
Okay. So the Duchess, she comes, she's like, she's talking to me. She's like, it's, she, it's not like she asked me for help or she was struggling with it or anything like that. But she was like, yo, like, you know, she paid $200 a month for her cell phone bill. So then I end up, you know, talking to her and then I end up having to get a new phone. I end up talking to her um, because I got the new phone that uh, it was gonna, you know, I was like, I might get a, a family plan or whatever. So she ends up getting, the day after Coco Puff was born, we go to AT&T. We, and she, and her phone bill was way more expensive, four times the amount of mine. Cause she was paying 200, I was paying 50. But she was paying for her and her father. So I was like, okay, cool. So I, I ended up putting like the two kids, the old, my, my two kids, Lincoln Lollipop, on my cell phone plan. But if I would have put them on, just them on my cell phone plan, cell phone bill would have been like one, 150 or something like that. 170, I think. But when I put, I ended up putting the Duchess, her daughter, and her dad on the cell phone plan. So my cell phone bill is roughly about $400 a month. So she was like, you know what? I'll split it with you because I've been paying $200 a month on my cell phone. Ask me if I ever seen a penny of that 200. <laughs> it's not a problem. It's not, a, so that's what I'm saying. Like I never, I never even expected, but, but shoot, like I, I've said this on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, we had a week, you know, because of me getting screwed over by um, somebody who I decided to be a business partner with over the last couple of months, we've been in a struggle. She's had to come up with some bill money. You know, I'm not proud of it. I'm sure she didn't, I mean, she was willing to do it. She hasn't complained, but it puts a strain on her with some of the things that she was used to doing that she couldn't do because of that reason. And it's just like, hey, but she was willing to step up and do it. But I've never expected her to pay bills, you know, and as once we, what you know, of course, when you get behind on things, it takes, you know, a couple months to kind of get back normal. But once we get back normal, it's going to be right back to her not. And even still, even with the financial struggles, she still ain't paid half the cell phone bill, people. But, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? But like I said, I never expected her to. It's just like, because also, when I, at the time when I, when I met the Duchess, I was making more money than her. But like I said, all my expenses went up because, you know, we bought the house. Like my rent, my rent was cheaper than my half of the mortgage because that's the only, that's the only bill we actually split is the mortgage. So it's just like, you know, like all my expenses went up. The amount of groceries I got to buy spent went up because it went from, you know, paying for two children and now paying for seven people in the household. You know what I'm saying? So like everything for me went up, but I didn't complain about it. Imagine having five <laughs> different hoes and they all asking you for about $200 for the rent. I'll ask you to bring little Ricky, little Johnny, and Mimi to McDonald's <laughs> when you ain't got no kids with them. <laughs> able to do it. It's not it's not gonna be able to do it. <laughs> so, but you know, you have a point though. There are a lot of guys who out there who if they got it, they probably would be doing that for multiple women. That just wasn't the case for me. 
And that would never be the case for me because I would I would just be like, yo, like that's what their dad is for. And not saying like that's that like I don't whether their dad's in their life or not, that's what their dad is for. And it, it, to be honest, it ain't my fault you got a crappy baby daddy. That's that yeah. sound like a you problem. On some real shit, like it's funny, like because I've been clowned in some relationships that I've had because I've had like my mother and my and my father in my life. <laughs> like I, I, I've seen so, I've seen so many people like get mad because they can't go certain places, like whether it be to a club or on vacation or do this or do that. Oh, because like. Because their parents won't watch their kids, and they baby, they baby daddies, and then they like so they baby daddies' parents won't watch their kids or something like that. And I'm like, yo, don't hate on me, <laughs> don't hate on me, dog. All right. So, so let me let me give y'all an uh, uh, insight into my dating life when I was dating. So, when I I had 50 50 kid custody with my kids, I saw them every Wednesday and every weekend. So Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So um, I think there was like one Friday she would have them or something like that, or I forget how it was. It's been a while, but um, when I would date, I would tell the women, I'm not seeing you on Wednesday. I'm not seeing you on Saturday, Friday or Saturday. And uh, I would drop them off Sunday night. So we could probably link up Sunday night. But a lot of these girls were working like traditional Monday through Friday, nine to five jobs. So they didn't really want to go out on Sunday nights, which is fine. I'm okay with that. But that was my rule. Why? Because I didn't have babysitters. Why? It, I didn't, it wasn't that, well, you know, I didn't have a relationship with my ex-wife. So that's one thing. But on the other side, I didn't, it, it wasn't that my parents, like if my mom was still alive, I'm sure she would have watched my kids, but I don't have parents. Both of my parents died before I was 30. So I'm like, so like I didn't have that luxury of like, so figure it out. Like I was, I was still able to date though. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, no, figure it out. And even if your kids are with you 24 seven, look, if you got to hire a babysitter for a couple hours, hire them. If you can't afford to hire them, you shouldn't be dating. I understand you want to go away and things of that nature. Now, me personally, I've never really been about that life. I don't like going out to parties, clubs, things of that nature. So that that's never really been me. So that's probably why, you know, some people might say it's easy for you to say. It might be easy for me to say. But even if I can't think of a time where I've thought that there was something more important than me being with my kids. <laughs> like, but hey, you know, and then the Duchess ended up coming along and uh, you know, all, all, all's, you know, it is what it is now, but, um, but yeah, no, nah, ain't no way I'm sitting here like, oh yeah, well I can't do this and I can't do that because of this and because of that. And it's just like, yo, at the end of the day, figure it out. Be a, some people just stop, like, be a problem solver. Stop talking about your problems. Just solve them. But yeah, we, 
Matter of fact, me, me and my boy T.O., right before we got on here, started having had a conversation about be, people not being problem solvers. He kind of put it to entrepreneurship. I was like, mm, I think you like entrepreneurship now because you understand it more. And so that's why you're doing that. But nah, it's 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 just you can you can be a problem solver and not have to be an entrepreneur. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's just it, it's actually a bare necessity of life. Shout to Baloo. Like <laughs> like you, you probably you oh, okay, Bubba Wallace. Oh, I just saw that he won his race today. But shoot, that's all I got, man. That's all I got. What you got for us, King Shaw? Man, I ain't got nothing. Yeah, man. What's the count on this game? Nineteen to three, Tampa Bay. Mm. How about them Cowboys? My neighbor across the street. Bad, My neighbor across the street's a Cowboys fan. The Cowboys about to deposit somebody in my bank account. Well, I, I know a lot them. of Cowboys fan at work, so I'm talking a big shit tomorrow. I'm so pissed off that the fucking Steelers win, so I gotta hear them talk their shit tomorrow. Are they feeling good because they beat the almost Super Bowl champs or the, the, the Bengals over in the Super Bowl? Hey, the Bengals might be having a hangover. How did Jamar Chase do today? Let me look up his stats real quick. I, got I know him. T. Higgins got knocked out. I got him. I got him. I got him pulled up. Ooh, 10 for 129. Yeah, but tug. And a tug. Mm-hmm. Joe Mixon had a good game too. Yeah, Joe Mixon was out there doing his thing. But he got hurt. Uh well, uh, did Tyler Boy do anything? Three three or four four catches in the touchdown. Nothing serious. What are Hayden? What would have Hayden Hurst his stats? I see him have two nice five, catches. Five for forty six. No touch. But um shoot, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. I'm about to be I'm about to be having a first take. I actually like watching first take on TV and I'll I watch Undisputed on YouTube. I don't know why I prefer it. Hey, I don't even watch first take. I I, 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 first I still take. like first take more than I don't like Skip Nailers. That's my uh, thing. I don't. I think I think what? first take got better with Skip Bayless, and I, I think don't that like Skip Bayless, I think I, I think, think undisputed. I think undisputed not, is good just because of Shannon Sharp. I don't think Skip Bayless brings anything real to the show. I, I agree. Like I feel like. Well, let me say this. Outside of Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and then somebody else that I'm missing off the top of my head. I don't, I don't listen to what Skip says about Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I don't listen to anything to do with Skip says. But if it's anything other other than that, like I'll listen because sometimes it halfway makes sense. Other, anything mm-hmm. other than that, like I'm not like he going strictly off of his homerism. I'm not saying that yeah, his homerism doesn't like have that. some fact behind some of what he says, but at the same time, like. That's I what can't. I hate about him. I'm like, yo, you're a national broadcaster. You shouldn't have these clear biases 
And I'm like, I feel like he he says he he told Larry King he felt like it was an insult. But I'm like, I really feel like you do it just for TV. But Stephen A for me, like I can't, I can't. It's just something about his animation that I don't, I don't like. <clears throat> something like I was gonna say that he yelled. That, that that's what it is, but it's not that because Shannon yells. But the way Shannon yells, like. It's, it's a different. It's different from from Stephen A. Because when I, when I feel like when Shannon yells, it's because Skip then says something, and when Shannon then set him up for for himself to contradict himself, mm-hmm. and, and and Skip still trying to push that point when mm-hmm. you're like, nah, you moving a goalpost, dog. Like you can't move mm-hmm. the goalpost. Mm-hmm. You talking about Bron doing this? But what about when Jordan is this? But you, that's what you talking about, Jordan. That, that's what we comparing. Like, you know what? I see where you're coming from. Here's why. Here's where I'm coming from. Because even I like I said, I, lo- I personally love Stephen A. But I, I know exactly where you're coming from with the animated side of it. Because I've seen Stephen A. on All the Smoke. I've seen him on I Am Athlete. And he don't get turned up like that, even if he disagrees nah. with somebody. But when exactly. he's on first take or NBA, NBA Tonight on ESPN or or, or uh, I forget what the actual show is called. Like, he gets very animated, and it—that's what I'm saying. Like, it feels like him and Skip, Skip Bayless, do it for TV. While Shannon Sharp, yeah, he gets loud, but I seen him get loud on Club Shake. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I don't know if you are you doing it for show. I, I the only thing is, like I said, when it comes to, when it comes to Skip Bayless, I'm like. Yo, he's such, like, I literally watched a video of him, like, literally taking, and Shannon Sharp, there was, it was a video, the meme was like, Shannon Sharp starting to get tired of Skip Bayless. And he was, they were talking about Kevin Durant, and he is like, Skip Bayless loves to ignore the four years he's been on, or three years he's been on Brooklyn, the nine years he was on, eight or nine years he was on. Yeah, I don't know exactly uh, the clip you're talking about. <laughs> and it's like this three-year run for some reason defines defines Kevin Durant's entire Durant's career. But but when it comes to LeBron, these random years and random spots that he picks, the cons- LeBron's consistency doesn't matter and and LeBron's consistency in any stretch doesn't define his career but it does for Kevin Durant and I'm like that doesn't make sense don't do that like be if you like y'all know how I am on this podcast I do not deny that I hate a guy I do not deny that I love a guy but I keep it the same energy do I believe Baker Mayfield sucks yes I do and I'm gonna say that he's right. And that's where I was, that's where I was about to go. That was that's another one of Skip's or Shannon's points. <laughs> is that Skip uses a, a a loving game stretch pretty much three years ago that Baker Mayfield had to define him now. He uses his rookie year and his uh, his third year. He had an eleven game stretch when OBJ got hurt. He pretty much yeah. had, I think, like tw- he went off for like twenty two touchdowns and like like five or six interceptions that towards yeah. the end of the year. Yeah. 
And I and and Shannon's like, yo, like you gotta update your resume. Like you took yeah. this man off of three years ago. Like yeah, update your you gotta one hundred percent, one hundred percent. It's just like nah. And like I said, I do. I believe Baker Mayfield suck. Yeah, do I? I but I hate Aaron Rodgers. Do y'all hear me saying he a terrible quarterback? Do y'all hear me saying it? Like you know what I'm saying? I I hate Canelo Alvarez. Y'all hear me saying he 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 a trash boxer? You know what I'm saying? I hate Kevin Durant. You don't see me sitting there like, oh, Kevin Durant. Now, I don't believe Kevin Durant's a leader, but I'm not going to sit here and say he ain't one of the best players in the world. That's that's idiotic. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, he'll talk about LeBron like LeBron suck. I said, and, you know, I can understand how it comes out because I, I, like I've told people, like, I'm a fan of LeBron, but they don't believe me because of how, when I compare him and Jordan. And it's just like, no, I'm actually a big fan of LeBron. I just don't think he's better than Jordan. If you compare LeBron to any other player, you're not hearing me give that same energy. <laughs> he's just not better than Jordan. Like, hey, if you compare him to some of my other favorite players, Tracy Brady, Penny Hardaway, Russell Westbrook, Giannis. Well, Giannis the new goat, so I don't know. Man. We had to we had to wait till the career over. But uh <laughs> Another thing, Stephen A. just recently went on there uh, on some podcast. I can't remember if it was I Am Athlete or Pivot and said that Kevin Durant. It was I Am Kevin, if, if Kevin Durant is healthy, he's the best player in the NBA. I was like, the disrespect Giannis gets from the American media. Oh, I was, is I was wild just saying to me. last year that, that Giannis was the best player in the league. Though, like, come it's on, Amer- it's the American media, dog. But anyways, man, let's go ahead and wrap this up, man. It was a great week. King Sean, give us your parting shot, brother. Uh, my parting shot is y'all better pay that, man. Actually, that ain't my parting shot. <clears throat> my parting shot is would you say the great American philosopher J. Cole once said Canada, 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 Canada. <laughs> hey, every tud he throw is going, it's just adding zeros to that number, dog. Just adding commas to that number, dog. Oof. He getting them checks. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder if we're going to live to see a billion dollar contract for an NFL quarterback. I'm sure we would. I say by 2040. Okay, all right. I think about twenty forty. We already at half a billion. True, with, true. 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 Hey, we'll see, man. My part in shot, is, especially um, especially because they gonna have NFL in other countries by twenty forty. You think so? Oh yeah, they already trying to expand the NFL in other countries. England want to team. Uh, London want to team now. Um, my party shot is uh, I might I might start giving y'all some tips, man. I might start giving y'all some tips so y'all can win some money on my Instagram. There we go. Hey, look, look. First of all, you know one of my boy Kyle. He hit me up. He was like, "Hey, who you got in the Adrian Peterson fight versus Le'Veon Bell?" Which Adrian Peterson got knocked out, and I was like, "Oh, Le'Veon Bell, easy, easy." And he was like, I hope you bet on it, which I don't know if you could bet on it. I didn't even know the fight was going on, so I didn't bet on it. But 
this weekend, this weekend, I won 80% of my bets on single games. 80%. Yo, pro gamblers go 60%. I'm at 80. Now I might hit, I might, I might have a couple bad weeks, but I'm winning this week. I double my money this week. I'm looking to triple my money next week. My parting shot is listen to your boy, man. Listen to your boy. I know what I'm talking about sometimes, man. I know what I'm talking about. All right. Call me the gambling guru. <laughs> Zero, bring your ass back so we can start to take him. Please, 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 please. The gambling guru. No, but anyways, <laughs> that's my part shot, man. Y'all take it easy, man. Thank you for all the support. Continue to listen to us. Check us out. Acidon Media on Instagram and all the other stuff that I said earlier. For King Sean, for Zero, uh, hopefully he'll be back next week. Um, you know, prayers out to his family still. Uh, this is Lando. This has been the Between Brothers Podcast. We'll see y'all next week. Hey. Spotlight, big stage, fifty thousand fans in the rain.